0: This week on Nintendo Main, we found out that you can wear Tingle's costume in Breath of the Wild.
1: And why the hell is there a Moblin in the sky? I
0: don't know. Welcome to Nintendo Main Episode 68. We are your hosts. I'm Trey Kamiko Johnson.
1: And I'm Jeremy 999-Mikowski. 999. Is,
0: 999. That like, is that like no, no, no? Is that what you mean by yeah. that?
1: I'm German now, I just wanted to say. <laughs> I, become, I become a German citizen.
0: Yeah. Anyone German never did anything bad. It be alright.
1: <laughs> they have good food.
0: Uh, yeah, and good beer sometimes. We are here to bring you, uh, the hopefully, your your favorite Nintendo-based podcast that's filled with news and fun and really long episodes if you listen to all of our episode for last week uh, thanks It's probably the longest one we ever did we're gonna try to do a little one a little bit shorter this week but i feel like every time i say that we still end up with some sort of 90 minute piece of beauty
1: yeah so, something to, to you know to occupy you on a long commute
0: yeah if you happen to be driving across the world you can listen to it or if you you know drive around and do stuff if you have to drive yeah. drive for a living you can listen to it
1: yeah do you deliver pizzas? Listen to our podcast.
0: Yeah, it'll help you. <laughs> help you stay sane while you're learning pizzas. Are you an
1: Uber driver? Force your uh, riders to listen to our podcast.
0: <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Last week, regardless of how long the episode was, we still didn't get to our Mario Kart top eight. So any of you who are upset about that, uh, we'll Sorry give you, you right that, now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like
1: we failed our listeners. We, fa-
0: we failed in our longest episode of all time, but still forgot one thing. But they can always get longer. <laughs>
1: If you support yeah. us financially, we can double the length of our episodes and do 4 5 hour episodes.
0: Yeah. There actually if you ever go to the website, there is actually a link to to support us financially if you want to. It's in the contact us page.
1: Yeah, contact you, you us can, with money.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can uh, you can find it on nintendomainpodcast.com Or right, we'll go back and forth. What's your number one? I think ours is the same on this. Number 1 Mario Kart. It's got to be 8. Yeah, Mario Kart 8 same with me.
1: Uh I will even say deluxe now. Yeah. If you want if you want to count that as yeah,
0: you did games. get Mario Kart Deluxe, which we're going to get. We'll talk about that for sure, but let's do that after our news. Um, yeah, I say 8, number 1, for sure. What's your 2? might be the same two, one as 2. 2,
1: uh, 64, man.
0: Oh, really? Oh, man. Mine is uh, DS, Mario Kart DS, all the way. Yeah. I, I love the crap out of that game. Like, I feel like they took, uh, I, we said, I said it in the last episode, but they took, all, they took what they, you know, the best level from Double Dash was DK Mountain. And I felt like they took that level and just ran with it. And Mario Kart DS, you have like the Waluigi Pinball, which is so cool. You know, you have like the you have the air, airship level where you where the, you go out of a cannon and that too. I just felt like all the levels were like incredibly creative, and it was the first time that you got all the retro courses, and I really liked that. Plus, first time like online mode, like all the characters look really good. It was the only one that had mission mode. Like there was all just it was my all time favorite one until Mario Kart Eight came out. So
1: it really felt like, like a con- console quality game on handheld oh it was great and and a lot of stuff on the ds did start to feel that way over time i mean for real but i mean this is one of the earliest i can remember like that could have been on well i don't know it would have had to been on something between the 64 and the gamecube because that's where the ds set horsepower but whatever that famed console is this would have perfectly been it would look great on the tv yeah they would have probably had to fix the resolution
0: a little bit if you've played it on the wii u i don't think it looks that bad
1: it's not terrible but you know
0: i don't really mind it i mean i'm still uh I'm a very retro-minded gamer. I still play a lot of my my old games, and I don't really, I don't know. I thought it looked fine. Well, it
1: it could benefit from a graphical overhaul, overhaul, even if that was just brightening it and making it sharper somehow, maybe increasing the frame rate. Sure. Whatever they could do to visually polish it, I think this could stand. I think it could stand as a console game, even though I did not read it number two like you did.
0: Yeah. It could have been Super Mario 64 2 if somehow they magically came out with a modem. (laughs) <laughs> and then put it online. I guess, but aside from the online stuff, it could be, it could be a sequel to Mario Kart 64 too, I guess. Even yeah. though I don't know if the 64 could have like done as much as, because the DS is like more powerful than the 64, but, but it's, it looks like the progression, I guess, graphically, is where that one would be.
1: Yeah. They were essentially using the DS's ability to do the 64 stuff like as tech demos. Yeah. You know, it's sure. like, well, check it out. Here's a launch game or whatever. It was near launch, the Mario 64.
0: Oh yeah. That was launch. That was day yeah, one. It's like hey,
1: check it out! You can uh, carry a sixty-four in your pocket now. Yeah, and that yeah. was that was launched. So
0: yeah, you, this was hey, even
1: further beyond that. It was a little, you know, it was what over a year after launch.
0: You can carry an analog game without an analog stick. It's great. <laughs> What's uh, number three?
1: Uh, the original man. Oh yeah. So I'm definitely, if you can't tell, I'm nostalgia's ha- having a, a little bit of an effect on me here. Like, as far as games I pl- I remember playing the most. And the ones that had the biggest impression on me, you know, I'd have to say Mario Kart 8 is just the most fun. That's why it's number one. But, you know, 64 and, you know, before that, the original game that I'm putting at number three. Just played the shit out of this game. And uh it was uh, a great bonding tool for a lot of my friends and family playing this game together. And, you know, I got a lot of couch play, so to speak, like the two-player couch play. So, yeah, definitely this one. And the fact that I found out more about it even in college, about, like, the ghosts and stuff later on, like, yeah. that just... It's crazy that that game had that longevity.
0: Sure. I think I rated my list more to like like because I played through all of them again before our last episode and I played it on the ones that I like playing now, I guess. So, I mean, and and I guess uh, the DS one I never really stopped playing that one because I liked it so much. Like I played it a lot for a long time on the on the DS and then I continued to play it. When it came out for the Wii U, I bought it again and, and like played through most of it. So and the and this unfortunately the Super Mario Kart game like I never had that game, so it kind of didn't rank very high for me. But for my number three, I put Double Dash on there just because uh, I had real I'd really had a blast playing it again, and that was a game that I really enjoyed when it came out. Played a lot of it. Aside from the some some negative views that people thought of it, I thought it was a really cool game. I like the incredibly cartoony of it, how everything has eyes and all that, and the two player mechanic, which we never saw again. <laughs>
1: But you rank, you're still ranking it kind of high
0: here. Yeah, I put it in number three for like games that I liked playing the most, I guess, in the last week when I played through those. I mean, the only thing you could argue, like Mario Kart or Mario Kart 64, you could argue could be higher than that. But any other ones, i say definitely are not better than Double Dash. Okay. Like between like 7 or Wii. Yeah. What's your number four? My number four is
1: Mario Kart 7.
0: Oh, higher than, you put it higher than I did.
1: Yeah, man, this game sold me a system... Sold me on a system, played the shit out of it, uh, still play it, still pop it onto my DS and play it, I'd see eh, a couple times a month. Oh, yeah? It looks good. It's the only game that's truly 3D out of all of them in the sense that it looks 3D. It's a lot of fun, man, and once again, I,
0: I feel a console-quality game on a, on a handheld. What did you? I don't remember. Did you say what your favorite level was on that one? I'm sure we did. But your favorite well, if race. I
1: remember correctly, I said something about
0: Music Park. Oh yeah, Music Park. Yeah, that one.
1: Yeah, that was probably my favorite, or the one that made yeah. the most of, most uh, impression on me. Biggest yeah. impression.
0: I mean, that game looked good, but the the courses just weren't very memorable to me. Like that was my big problem with it. Like it was kind of like, and I did. I bought a I bought the system to play the game too. It was the first game I bought for DS. or for 3DS, and I was like, I was over, overly disappointed with it in the long run. I mean, it wasn't really, I don't know, it didn't have that stay power to me, and I, I played through it, you know, I played it online a little bit, but I didn't keep returning to it like I did with, like, any of the other ones that are ranked ahead of it in my list, so that one got lower than yours, but my number four is year number two, Super Mario Kart 64, well, Mario Kart 64, which, you know, was my favorite in high school, and I still hold it up fairly high. I think it's, I, I think it's... Uh, it hasn't aged as well as some of the other ones, but it's still fun to play. And it and it did have the best battle mode on it out of all of them, I thought. Until yeah. until probably yeah. the new one, which I haven't played yet, but you have, and we'll talk about it later. Yeah, that's my four. What's what's five? Five for me. Yeah. DS. Oh man, that's so low. Even though you spoke so highly of it earlier, I did, <laughs> man, I did. But it's a great game. I it, like I said, it was my number one for a while until eight. Like if I idea. if I
1: were to reevaluate my list, I might flip flop this in Mario Kart Seven, just because I'm thinking, you know, they 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 have very similar stories for me though. They're both the games that made me buy that particular system, yeah, and uh, they're games that I return to for a long time afterwards because they're so convenient to pick up and play at any time, just sitting right there and yeah, on the table, pick it up, play it wherever you go.
0: Yeah, uh, that, I did kind of regret that I got Mario Kart Seven as a physical copy and not a digital. Because if I had it digital, then I could just boot it up whenever I wanted to, on the game, you know. Like no matter where, if I was carrying the system around, I'd be like, oh, I'll just go play a couple races and then pop out of it and go to a different. I game. know, man. I really
1: wish that if you bought the physical version, you could put the digital version on your system. But I understand, yeah, that would allow you to essentially have two copies of the game. Yeah, does well, not
0: cool with that. Well, that would be ideal. Actually, I'm sure I mentioned this before on previous pod on previous episodes. But Marvel used to do that. It uh, used to. They used to do it where you bought a comic and you got a digital copy of it. To my my own like dismay, I just found out that they don't do that anymore. It like really pissed me off cuz I used to read a lot of their uh, comics on my phone like when I was waiting around for whatever. And they've they completely cut that. Like now you get random old comics free with your purchase of the of the new comic, but you don't get that the copy of that digitally anymore. I always thought that was cool. I thought that was cool that they were like the pioneer of that, like being like, oh, hey, you get a free digital copy for every comic. But they cut that. I guess uh, maybe they weren't making enough money or something. I know it's a Nintendo podcast, but sad to say that they were always – I'd always say like, do like Marvel does. But now you can't say that because they don't do that anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. So it's sad. And well, I I'd ha- say
1: I'm, I'm definitely experiencing that to a certain degree too because, as you know, I, I'm trying to switch back to being a physical game buyer and not digital. Even though the, the convenience of digital is awesome,
0: now why why is that? Like I I see people saying that about the Switch, but don't you want to be? I mean, I want to be an all digital guy for the Switch because it's a hand, because it's a handheld. I want everything to be accessible. That's how I feel about it. I don't. I'm not. You know, I'm not in the position to sell my games anymore. I mean, I used to do that, but I feel like every every game I sold just. And I always wish that I never sold it, and I ended up buying it again later. Well, know, went, so, unless went, it was something awful, but.
1: I went all digital on my DS or on my 3DS for the most part. I have a few 3DS games, but I loved it for the most part. But I do wish I had some of these physical copies of these 3DS games, you know, sitting on my shelf that I could look at and hold. And, you know, that's my game. And instead, I've more or less just paid for the rights to have the software on my system. Yeah. But I don't physically own
0: the software. Um, Yeah. But now it's on your system,
1: right? But anyway, what I was getting at is I'm feeling that now because I bought Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. I bought a physical copy of it mainly because it was a lot cheaper to do it that way because of the Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah, design. yeah. But, I guess
0: that yeah that makes sense in your situation. If you have the Amazon Prime, then you can go for the yeah go for the twenty percent off on every game.
1: I can't think of two games that I would love to just switch on the fly back and forth between right now on the Switch than this and. Breath of the Wild. I wish I could go play some Breath of the Wild, and then save, and then race a couple courses. Want to get sick of that? Go back to Zelda. I can't do that without physically changing the cartridge in the system. And I'm already yeah. kind of like ugh, already kind of thinking like, <laughs> yeah, you already wish I'll, you would have got it. Maybe I'll buy one of these digitally too, but not really. Not I don't really feel that way yet.
0: You should. Uh, well, you have two Mario Kart eights. You got you got two Breath of the Wilds. I mean, why not add a third one on there? Why not? I know. Yeah. It's stupid. <laughs> I,
1: I should have, if I would have been thinking ahead about all of this. Well, the thing is, I once again, the reason I bought Zelda, I had multiple reasons for buying it as a physical copy. One of which, same thing, it was for the discount, the 20% discount. Yeah. Um, but I also wanted a cartridge to taste.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. And I wanted on you know launch day when I got my Switch... I knew I was going to download snipper clips or at least the demo anyway, so I was going to get the experience of the e shop and the physical game. You know, I wanted to round out my full experience with the Switch on day one.
0: Well, sure. I mean, that's part of why I ordered Puyo Puyo, Puyo Tetris. Well, yeah. I, I, well, I bought it because it was the only. I felt like it was the only endpointer I could actually play, and I don't really need to know what's going on to figure out what's going on. You know, I don't need to like know the story or know what they're saying or whatever because I understand the, way right. the game works. And and I was like, oh, you know, and I bought it then i'd actually had a cartridge so i could see a cartridge and hold it and put it in there whatever but i'm after this i'm i have no plans of getting another cartridge so i'm trying to push it as far as i can without getting cartridges until i run out of memory and then and then we'll see after that and uh, my memory is pretty open so far so i mean i've been buying you know buying everything digitally but i haven't really bought any like big games i'm just buying the indie stuff every week which we'll talk about and you know as our topic also but
1: yeah, same here and I feel once virtual console finally shows up it's also going to not take up a whole lot of space. Yeah. But maybe if if they do choose to bring GameCube games, I guess that could get kind of hefty, but sure. Well, and if they put yeah. Wii games on there?
0: Yeah, I don't know how yeah, I don't know how much the like do you remember like what the sizes of the Wii games were like on Wii U? Like I'm sure like Xenoblade Chronicles was probably like one of the biggest ones. What was that? Probably like 30 gigs? Like maybe more. Do you think? Like download space? Oh, it
1: was 20. Oh, no, I'm thinking, yeah, it was bigger than that because it was like 22 gigs, I think is what Smash Brothers was.
0: That's the Wii U game. But I'm talking about like the virtual console, like the Wii stuff. You know, like oh, how you could it was buy. always. Yeah. You could buy the original Xenoblade Chronicles, the Wii one on there and download it. Like I was okay, how, I how, never how did so. what I the gig count think. was on that because that's probably, that's got to be one of the biggest downloads of virtual console Wii stuff on Wii U. And I would guess that that's probably like 20 gigs, maybe more. I don't know. I don't remember what exactly the number was. But uh, anyway, <laughs> we, we got sidetracked from our list. So you did... 6.5. You, you did 5. Your 5 was DS, right? It's
1: 6.5 gigs.
0: Xenoblade is? Xenoblade yeah. Chronicles? For On the, the Wii? Yeah, for the download. Uh-huh. On the Wii? U? Oh, I thought it was more than that. That's not that's not very much. So yeah, I guess uh, yeah, GameCube wouldn't be any more than that, I wouldn't think. So probably won't completely destroy it. Probably
1: smaller, because GameCube games were... Well, they were on discs that were like 1.2 gig, I think.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It couldn't couldn't get any bigger than But some games
1: were multi-disc, so there you go.
0: It's true, yeah. Uh,
1: We're on number six, right?
0: Uh, I didn't do five yet. I didn't do my five. Well, we're on number five. (laughs) You did your five. You know, we got distracted. Uh, My number five is your number four, so I guess it's not that far down. Mario, Mario Kart 7 is number five for me.
1: Right there towards the bottom, or towards the top of the bottom, but not too far from the top.
0: Yeah, top top of the bottom. So it's it's actually one away from yours, so I guess it wasn't that far down. What's your number six?
1: Got to go back to, I don't know for sure if this was a system seller, but it was strongly factored in me purchasing a Game Boy Advance. Super
0: Circuit? Yeah. Yep super circuit i like super circuit it actually playing it again it, it made it i liked it more this time than i did before like when i first played this it, is, i was like ah, oh, it's kind of like the first one but then i played the first one for a while and then played that one and i'm like oh man this one was way better than the first one just oh, because yeah. the controls is, so much better
1: this was the first one to offer a multiplayer with one cart well in the portable i guess well it was the first portable mario kart so whatever but yeah it you could play four players i think everybody had to be yoshi is that right
0: yeah yeah, we, yeah, we talked about and, that. And you, you can use single like a, card, but different colored Yoshis. So
1: that was pretty cool. Um, I did play the shit out of this in spite of the SP not being out yet when it was released. So I played a lot of this sitting outside yeah, in, the or, direct, in the direct sunlight.
0: Or under like a lamp, under some uh-huh. sort of, yeah. I remember uh, my friend, our, our mutual friend Ivan... Like in his like spare bedroom, video game room or whatever, he had like the best lamp in there. Like it would it would highlight the Game Boy so well. Like I remember sleeping on the couch in there, and I was like, oh man, I'd play like a uh, Golden Sun. I was like, man, this game looks so good under this lamp.
1: <laughs> it's like you're actually out <laughs> under the golden sun.
0: Yeah, it, it would it would uh, light everything up very well. And then I would try like Circle of the Moon. And I'm like, mm, it's still dark, <laughs> even with this still great lamp. Dark, but you can kind yeah. of see it. Yeah.
1: But man, how how cool was this? Like it looked. It was definitely a a showpiece for the Game Boy Advance. You know that this wasn't just a portable Super Nintendo. This had almost PlayStation level like sprite capabilities. Um, yeah, all the crazy rotating sprites within the menu and
0: oh yeah, you know, it looked, it looked really it looked really smooth. It was basically like the advanced version of the Super Nintendo game. It's kind of like the same in the same camp where you'd put like Mario Kart DS. Yeah, you know where it's like. Uh, if this this could be like Super Mario Kart Two on Super Nintendo, and it's like way beefed up and like everything looks a lot nicer and all that, you know, it's kind but of yeah, like, yeah, it's like second. But I know we
1: yeah, I know we just talked about it last week, so I don't want to like talk too much about it. But
0: shit, I played it a lot, and uh, it has nostalgic appeal for me for sure. Uh, what's oh wait, I didn't do mine. Uh, <laughs> my number six is Mario Kart Wii, which okay. I'm sure yours is lower, but. Because I yeah I understand the uh, the rubber banding and the computer difficulty on that was absolutely insane. But I at the same time I liked the um, I liked a lot of the courses on it. They were they were still memorable to me, and I had a lot of fun playing it. And I liked. Uh, that funky kong was in it and there are all these other weird new guys and they brought in like the they brought in the motorcycles and they brought in like the tricks like that you can do off ramps which you can still do in eight except now it's just a jump but it's still still brought in some stuff that was moved it was kept in there so that one's third to last for me what's uh what's your number seven
1: it's it's gonna sound kind of familiar uh mario kart Wii.
0: yeah (laughs) i figured so i played i mean i I thought maybe i thought maybe you put it last i thought maybe i played i played
1: all these games a lot yeah um you know, looking at this list is kind of cool because I don't know how many games there are. where I couldn't even say with the Zelda games that I've liked all of them this consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a solid franchise, man. And so we, even though it's down here at number seven, I want to say I still played the shit out of it once again. Uh, beat it. I got all the way to one. I got to mirror mode, I do believe. I don't know if I beat mirror mode.
0: Oh, yeah. I beat, it, I beat everything. Anything. It was just really hard. I went through a couple yeah, controllers was in the process because <laughs> it was very unfair.
1: It was a ton of fun. It looked fantastic. Um, it had all those different control schemes and control setups, it had online play. Um,
0: yeah, and it yeah. brought in the ranking, like where you could actually, we actually had a number that would change depending on how many you lost or won or whatever. Yeah. So that was a new thing for that one. So what's uh, so that's seven. Okay. That's
1: my seven, so you say you're seven. All right. I mean, by now everybody knows what my last one well, my number eight is. What's your number seven?
0: Uh, my number seven is uh, Super Circuit, is a uh, Game Boy, is the Game Boy One.
1: Wow, that that far down, huh?
0: Well, I like that game. It's just you know, it just plays different. Like I said, I had a hard time getting into the Super Nintendo style of play just because I didn't play the game, yeah. and uh, this one's a little bit better than that one. So, if you, as you can tell, my last two ones are Super Circuit and then Super Mario Kart. Because I can't, because I can't really play Super Mario Kart very well, so it's hard for me to get enjoyment out of it now. You know, I understand it's a big yeah. thing for starting the series and all that, but I'm talking about games that are like my personal favorite, not necessarily
1: which and ones. ones which ones, ones are the best?
0: I'm just saying nowadays. the ones that I like to play the most is what this list is.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so,
0: obviously this list. is So think about subje- that before you send the hate mail.
1: <laughs> well, this list is subjective. Send the hate mail, please. This list is subjective. That's why our two lists are
0: different. Yeah, and your final one is then. It's a double dash. Yeah, I figured that. Which I, which and... makes me sad because I really like that game.
1: I liked it, too. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, it was one of those games that I didn't get into until far after the fact. Uh, I had a roommate at the time that borrowed it from her brother, and so she started playing it, and I think it kind of ignited a little little bit of a competitive sort of desire in me to beat it, too, if she was going to be beating it. Oh, and sure. you could have the different files on the GameCube or whatever, so I was able to do my own file for it on my memory card, and uh, it was pretty cool, and um, played the shit out of it. I think I similarly took this one all the way to the mirror mode it was a mirror mode in this one
0: yeah well there's mirror mode but there's also an all race mode where you have to go where you have to do all of them in one sitting which i thought that was pretty cool i like that actually then you never saw that again but yeah they do a race where it's like all of the different cups
1: and it takes a really long time yeah it does Uh
0: it does it does take a while but there's only 16 cups in this. You know, it was before they doubled it. They started doubling it with the extra retro stuff. But I, yeah, I really like this game. I still play it. I still play it on the GameCube. Like, it's, I've just started, I just set up my new studio recording office area in here. I have my, uh, retro systems ready to go so i can just easily just hit you know hit on in the gamecube and it's ready and it's ready to go and i can just jump in and like play a cup and, and get out of it and it's a lot of fun i think it looks beautiful like, it looks i mean great. I, I, like, like, I love the I animation like so yeah it's still I like
1: yeah i it, like this game enough that i bought it i bought it recently i bought it within the last couple of years oh yeah because i wanted to own it still yeah and i've booted it up from time to time to play it but especially now that i have a weight it's really fun to play oh okay
0: sure well uh, yeah there's our there's our extra edition of last week's episode another like 20 minutes of mario kart talk i mean you know mario kart's great we we can talk more about it we probably um, will yeah but <laughs> before we get too carried away let's uh let's head on to the news
1: news 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 don't snooze or you miss the news and we're back for episode 68 of nintendo main podcast
0: yeah so a lot of stuff happened we didn't we didn't totally cover all of the financial meeting last week well all we really talked about i guess was the nes well i guess we talked about the nes being canceled but that but that had already been a thing before the financial meeting we didn't talk any yeah. about the uh, sales or anything like that but let's talk about that real quick so um from what i heard uh Sales-wise, and I'm not even sure if this is from the financial meeting or not, but we'll just talk about the sales stuff. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe sold like about 45%. It seems like about 45% of people who have Switches got it, which sounds about right. It's,
1: it had the biggest opening for any yeah. Mario Kart game, yeah. which you said last week Yeah, in our podcast, we were talking about how sure. the Wii one was the most successful one.
0: It was the most successful one but this Could one be. has sold the most i guess out out the gate yep. but uh yeah um 459,000 that supposedly that's like a 45% attach rate it, you can tell it's even like one out of two people because you got it and i didn't get it you know here we have it right here on the show even <laughs> half yep. half and half here it's like the uh, it's like the Wii U Switch Breath of the Wild divide of olden days from here. Also, uh, I guess they also said like how many Zeldas were sold. Apparently, it's like nine hundred twenty five thousand on Switch, four hundred sixty thousand for Wii U. Now they said uh, they also said that the nine hundred six thousand Switches were sold. So that means that like what like uh, nineteen thousand. There's 19,000 uh, Breath of the Wilds sold above Switches, like more games sold than Switches, which I've seen people talking about online. But this is what I think about it. This is what I think why they've sold more Zeldas than Switches. And I did this myself, too, when uh, the Wii came out. I bought the Ze- I bought Zelda the game, be- I bought the Twilight Princess game before I had the system. Because I couldn't find the system. But then I was like, when I find the system, I'll have Zelda. So I think a lot of people might have just went and bought Zelda and the yeah. Switch, hoping that they'll get the system and they don't have the system yet. Or they've even That's been what given I it as
1: a, as a gift by people thinking they would have the system by
0: now. Yeah. Or, I mean, well, some people are like, oh, people are doubling up. I think the other way around. I think that people have just bought it, you know, expecting that they, might, that it might, they may not be able to find it, and they have the game, and they're just waiting to find the system. Like, I, I did that. Like, I did my, that myself for Wii. I expect that people would do that now as well so that's what i think is going on there but there was still uh i mean still 460,000 for wii u that's pretty good i don't know what the overall sales for wii u are or what the attach rate percentage of that is but i think that's pretty good for like the i mean first, i think like, it's probably a high days.
1: attach rate for anyone that didn't buy a switch probably bought this game bought zelda for the wii u
0: yeah yeah other way around also yeah like people who are like oh i can't find a switch or i'm not ready to get one yet or you know they but just I'm a- who were Nintendo fans, they just went ahead and got that one, you know. Got I'm the also an
1: anomaly as far as this is concerned because I bought it for both.
0: Yeah, you do have it for both. But you but you played the Switch one the most, that's what I meant for the Divide, before you had two copies of everything. Buying, you know, it's cool to buy two copies of one game.
1: I'm up to three NESs. I have two 3DSs. Yeah, my life's starting to double a lot. <laughs> two copies of that uh, Quattro Adventures game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. In case one goes out, because you play played so much, right? Well, I need the Aladdin adapter.
1: Yeah, and then, I'll, then I'll have two copies
0: I saw I saw an article Showing that um, that The Neo Geo games have sold like over 200,000 like yeah. total that's pretty Awesome I mean that's They're,
1: pretty uh, Patting themselves on the back for, to, for releasing Them the way they have as individual Titles
0: well yeah and I pat them On the back for like just throwing them out There that first week like you, you listen To our episode I was so excited That they put like they threw out like four Neo Geo games like right on that first week and I think I bought all of them. <laughs> that was really <laughs> smart. Of them. that was a smart. That yeah. was smart. Like same thing with uh that was like same thing with like putting snipper clips like on 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 the first day and like putting out like fast racing neo on the first day. I thought that was like a smart thing too for people who want to have more games for their system if they got one. You know, it's good to have it on there.
1: Yeah, someone who might not have even normally been interested in that genre of game might buy it just because it's a game to play, for sure. Or someone else that play, uses the system might want to play that game i'm still i'm still like on the fence but i really want to buy that golf game the golf game is awesome
0: fun. dude a <laughs> golf game is great you should totally it get it. it's fun. only eight bucks it's only eight bucks and it totally works well like for a golf like it's basically mario golf but it's more difficult but it works well like the system works very well like i can't really think of anything i dislike about it aside from like the music <laughs> or something what but, the
1: music's lovely
0: yeah well some of it's kind of that one particular thing Speaking of Neo Geo, uh, there was an announcement. I have never played this game, but I totally want to get it. Uh, I I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Uh, Garo Mark of the Wolves. It's a fighting game. It's supposed to be really good. It comes out next week, which is awesome. And also, what else comes out next week on the next day, on the same day is a uh, NBA Playgrounds, which there oh, was that soon. Yeah, there was footage shown of it. I watched a video of it. It, it and you know how I said before, like that I want to be able to play it in 2D mode, it's totally in 2D. Like, I watched it, it's just, it's straight up NBA Jam, like, there's no camera angles or anything. You're just straight, you know, left to right, four players, except everybody's, like, polygon. But it does, like, the same animations that it did. Except there's ways uh, you can, there's, like, ways you can get extra points and stuff by and, by doing certain things. But it's very much NBA Jam. Like, it feels very much like NBA Jam, like, from what it's I saw It's only of it,
1: so a $20, $20 game.
0: Yeah, I think uh, well uh, that well, I think like three games come out next week, isn't it? That um, Minecraft and uh, the Neo Geo game because Minecraft yep. comes out on the 11th, also, right?
1: Yeah, and I don't think we ever mentioned it, but it was announced a couple of weeks ago that the, how big the maps were going to be in Minecraft.
0: Oh yeah, no, we didn't mention how are, how big
1: are they? Essentially, it's uh, so think of the uh, the level within the Wii U version as being one map, one full map. It's nine of those. Oh okay. So it's you know just like if you took nine. Of the worlds and put them all around in a grid from the Wii U that's the size of the Switch version. And it's fully portable. I think that's Are they the big? biggest the biggest portable Minecraft yet. Oh, okay. Because I think the version that was released on the uh, Vita wasn't even that big. Yeah, it's bigger. It's much bigger. Oh, okay. Well, there it's you go. Not, it's not as big as the PC version because of all the RAM that would require. Sure, But... It's a huge.
0: It's a huge. But it is bigger undertaking than the, on the system. Uh huh. It is bigger than the Wii U version, though. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna so get it. I, cool. I'm sure. Right.
1: I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know about that.
0: Well, you know, you, you love to stack up games, and I don't know how many we copies were, of Minecraft you have, but you can always get another one.
1: I have Minecraft for the PC. I have Minecraft for the Xbox 360. I have Minecraft for the Wii U. I have Minecraft for my phone.
0: Yeah, that's too much already.
1: Um, but if you and I were to like. Figure out a way to stream it in some way. Then maybe I would. But we already talked about that with the Wii U yeah. version, and we're both just sitting on that. So,
0: well, yeah, well, we have a Twitch account, so maybe we can get that going at some point. But there's no voice chat in this one because there's no microphone. So, nope. Sucky. So that sucks. There's a there's one way that the Wii U one's better. But I just yeah. I still don't really understand Minecraft myself, so that's why I haven't gotten into it. I just haven't. It has not really clicked to me to be like, oh, this is something I want to play. It's kind of I don't. It's know,
1: got like, a fairly high difficulty curve, I would say. Or, yeah
0: it can i mean i don't know
1: you know it just it's one of those games it's kind of like got a sort of breath of the wild feel or breath of the wild borrowed it a little bit from there where it's like you can just totally get fixated on one kind of thing and do that for hours and hours and hours without learning more mechanics oh sure but you can introduce those mechanics you know one little step at a time the game's vast and there's a lot going on with it but each of those things is just kind of an incremental upgrade on another thing so there is sort of a curve that you can get into this game. And they sort of offer, you know, the tutorial they offer on the console versions is an okay way to sort of introduce you to that. But I still think you learn the most in this game by just losing yourself in it. And uh, But yeah, that's Minecraft. That's more Minecraft talk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, it, you know, we'll definitely we'll definitely have to do a show about Minecraft. I mean, I think you should get this version, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what's it going to come out for? Like thirty bucks, or is it going to be like a Switch tax sixty dollar thing? Do you think? I don't know if it has a price on it yet.
1: I mean, it's it started out being a twenty dollar game on other consoles, and then the Wii U version was thirty. So I imagine the Switch version will also be a premium. There'll be a premium tacked onto it. Oh, for sure.
0: Um, so, uh, so the the first DLC stuff for Zelda was detailed this week.
1: Yeah, it was like a real list of things this time.
0: Yeah, there's there's actually some shit on there. Uh, there's a different. There's uh, some cool looking armor on there also, as we talked about on the top of the show. But uh, yeah. yeah, let's just go through what. Let's see what I saw, and I'm looking. This is like straight off the Nintendo website.
1: I'm looking at the same page. I do. But yeah.
0: So, trial of the sword uh, was added on there. It's, I think that's another. That that must be another thing involved with the forest. Because yeah, it, well, it's like,
1: what are those things called that have been in all the other games? They're all trials, right? Like, where you go through the multiple rooms of...
0: Yeah, well, I mean, and those are, isn't it like the... Well, the, the ones that you do already, the four, like, different missions that you do in the secret Sacred Forest, yeah. those are already called trials of stuff. So, I guess it's like another one of those, kind of like, it sounds like a little bit like that island that we talked about. Like, you go in, like, without any armor, you get, like, what, one, you get, like, the Master Sword, and that's it, and you got to beat, like, through all these levels of different guys through different rooms sounds kind of like the wolf mode on uh on twilight princess you know like yeah. that so that's that's kind of cool you know that's that's on there
1: but it somehow upgrades your master sword if you get through it
0: yeah it says a uh, clear all the trials 45, 45 rooms in total and the power of the master sword will be awakened it will always be in its glowing powered up state so then it it's always at 60 instead of 30 so that's cool but
1: it will still break I, yeah, I think it'll still break just the same for sure. But that's cool. It'll always be at sixty. So uh, not just dealing with ancient things and not just within the castle.
0: So second on the list, the hero's path mode. Okay, I,
1: th- I think this is really interesting.
0: Yeah, no, th- this sounded cool. It's a new new map feature shows the path link has walked through. Oh yeah, so it shows you like where you've been in the past two hundred hours of gameplay. That's crazy. I don't even like I said I haven't looked at my at where I'm at yet, but that's cool. And it shows you like where you've walked around and where you haven't. So it kind of helps you explore places you haven't been to and that's like a really cool addition to the map i can see myself know, totally may, using that
1: it may really like it'll be a really like cool way to sort of relive the game too that i've already played like it'll it'll be like a little rush of nostalgia i think just being like oh and i hung out over here and yeah. shit it took me like a really long time to beat that or i was there for a while then i left oh, sure went back again and like i especially though yeah that bit, the most obvious feature i especially look forward to oh shit there's like this huge area i've never even been to or you yeah. know I was there once early in the game but I was so weak that I left quickly or I died or whatever.
0: Oh, sure, I don't know yeah. if it
1: shows a record of your deaths too.
0: I think it's I think it's just like a line. Like there's it, it just like a Yeah, I think it just kind of sh- I, I expected it to just be like a line through the map like showing like how you went where you so went sort from of one a, place to like another a, or whatever. A, lo-
1: a long exposure of Yeah, from above.
0: But it's cool. I mean, that's kind of how I was playing the game already when I just kind of look at the map and I'm like, I don't think I've been over there yet. I'm going to go over by there and like try to walk into that area and see what's over there. So it's kind of like just, yeah, adding to that because it was already like you could put little markings saying that you've been there before, but now it'll actually show you where you have been. You'll be like, oh, I never went over there. Why didn't I go over there? So then you can go explore more of it. So that's pretty cool. seems like a nice, nice addition.
1: I've definitely, I've played about, last I checked, I think I was sitting around a 140. So
0: yeah, I haven't uh, checked since I was at 30, but I did actually start playing it again this week. And I went and beat the camel dungeon. Oh, okay. So I did. So I did get back into it for a little bit. So I went. I went and did that, and I went back, and I actually did. There's um, they added there's a patch to it now. but Apparently, there's multiple languages now, so you can play it in Japanese. I
1: know that's awesome. Which man, I, I haven't
0: that... haven't tried that yet. I just heard about it after I was playing. But I did go check out the bowling game, and the bowling game is only three hundred now instead of four hundred every time you get a strike. So they did lower the price on that.
1: Oh, really? It was four hundred on your your version. I thought it was. It's always been three hundred on mine. Oh, I thought it was four.
0: Like because I I, th- I remember getting four hundred for strikes.
1: It's always been three for me because it's the gold rupee, and that's the value of the gold rupee is three hundred. Oh,
0: okay. Well, then maybe it wasn't changed. I thought I, I thought it I have, was four.
1: I have recently checked that out, even after this latest update. But no, I think the audio updates pretty awesome and i think someone online pointed it out it's really only going to be the cutscenes that are affected but still it's cool
0: yeah but whenever you're uh whenever your stuff gets recharged it's not going to be like it's just going to be in japanese right where it's like no well, no 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 you know it's like Rivali is back you know it'll just be like uh, it'll be in japanese now, so, you, so you hear that just yeah.
1: the star fox sounds it'd be cool if you could
0: change it to like foxies or animalese or whatever <laughs> so it sounds like animal crossing where it's like no 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 but yeah no i mean that's that's cool i like i like that um
1: it's a cool it's a cool feature that totally came out of left field for me i'm like
0: what well you know at least not not the
1: language i mean but the hero's path the language yeah i expected to be fixed at some
0: point yeah well the the language was just people kind of bitched about it. it'd be funny if uh there's like you know there's certain games that like once you start in one language you can't change it back to another language it'd be pretty funny if they did that like where you can't change it on the fly you have to start the, start of the game over again and that's how you get the different language it'd be pretty hilarious if they did that did that option
1: it'd be kind of like oh
0: yeah well fine we'll do what you want but guess what <laughs> you guess. can start over again <laughs> that would be that would be a really funny fuck you way to do it but i know they wouldn't do that but
1: even worse would be if you change the language and it automatically like deleted your file.
0: Yeah, I yeah. think like I think <laughs> well, I think Fire Emblem Awakening's like that. I think if you I think you have to like restart the whole game to change it. I know like some of the Persona games are like that too. Where you can't like do it on the fly. I don't think you can do it in Final Fantasy XV either. Like I think once you start in Japanese, you have to keep it there. But yeah, there's there's games that do that still. So be glad they didn't do that. So there's there's the hard mode. Um, they're adding that. We already knew there's going to be a hard mode in there. Enemies gradually regain health, so take them out as quickly as possible. That's kind of annoying. All enemies are powered up by one level, so they're so they're like colors change. Like whatever the higher color is, that's what it'll automatically be. That's pretty cool. I was wondering like how they would make it harder. You know, I was like, uh, or just like, are, are they going to make your weapons break quicker? Because that would be a that'd be a pain. Be a pain in the ass if they did that.
1: Well, if the enemies have more health, you are going to lose weapons more.
0: Yeah. For sure, no, yeah, you're if right. if you're
1: fighting as often, so yeah it d- that is, it is true translating in that regard, well,
0: especially like if you hit' them, if you hit them a little bit and then you run away and they go hide somewhere they'll gain their health back that's pretty that's annoying,
1: but what about the freaking flying enemies, so you think you would think that they would add more mobs, mobs like not moblins, but actual mobs
0: yeah, this, this is what we talked about at the very very top of the show very, as our uh, cold opening, but yeah, one of the pictures that on the Nintendo website we're looking at right now. There's a picture of Link, like with his, you know, with the sailcloth and all that. And there's a, mo- a moblin behind him on like a flying thing, on like a on like a raft that has the the you know the heads or whatever they are that float. And it's he's like flying above him. That's crazy. It's not really. But mentioned. it looks
1: as though it looks as though they're not just the balloons. It's the actual octarocks or whatever they are. They're like going to be able to shoot at you. I think. Oh, are they? I think so. So I think not only is oh, he going to be they weaponized just, with yeah. uh, with a, a bow and arrow. Possibly,
0: I don't see any. Most likely, yeah, I don't see any faces on there though. I'm looking at this picture right now, like zoomed in. I don't see any like Octroat faces. There, I, I just up see up balloons. the Top right,
1: you see a, an Octroat face on that one. He's looking right at Link.
0: Oh, okay. I guess that is, like his little squid looking face at the bottom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, at the bottom of the paragraph on that, it says, uh, "Look up, and you may also find enemies and treasures, chests in the sky."
1: Which, oh, I think maybe on, off to the left in that picture. That yeah, there's be a another tre- one. Tre- yeah, tre- there's
0: tre- a treasure chest in the sky. That's pretty cool. Some floating stuff. I hope it doesn't, like, float too high that you can never get to it. <laughs> I hope it, like, goes through some sort of, you know, goes through some sort of wave where it, like, you know, goes up and down and doesn't completely dis- disappear off the map. I don't know. Or
1: are they or are they going to be mo- moving or are they going to be stationary within the sky?
0: These yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, are they floating up? Are they floating down? Do they have, like, a pattern that they go through, like, kind of like the dragon's? I would guess yeah. they probably have a movement pattern that they do. Is what is what I would guess. But all... It seems
1: like the obvious thing to do here is going to be to to fire at the Octarocks and uh cause it to dump the bad guys off of the rafts.
0: Yeah, and that could be fun if there's a, you know, if, of course if there's like uh, there's going to be landing damage, I'm sure, so it'd be fun to to see them fall and, you know, <laughs> perish in that way. It's possible this
1: could make a sailing around a little less fun though
0: oh yeah well <laughs> if you get attacked a lot but it is a hard mode so you should know so, you should know what you're getting into right if that's what you it doesn't, it you're doesn't say up.
1: here whether or not uh you can change it to hard mode with your current save or if hard mode is it's you have to start all over again i guess we don't know that
0: yeah i was hoping that it's with your current save but yeah like i said before with the languages that would be a, that would be a pretty uh, mean thing to do but you never know. There's also a travel medallion. It's added. There's a chest with the travel medallion. You can register your current location and fast fast travel to it. Fast travel so to it cool. on, the so point, you can, on the map. Uh, yeah.
1: Essentially, you can always have one. Uh, whatever you're focused on, you can set up a thing right there. So, yeah, you can put one right next to the bowling game and just always be able to go straight to it, even though it's right next to a tower. Yeah, well, really sure. To to. Yeah. So what? There, there might be something else you enjoy doing, a place you like to go grind. Um Maybe yeah, put it by the uh, put it right by one of the moblin things or something, so you can go straight there whenever the blood moon happens. Oh, there's sure. A lot of, yeah, there's a lot of different options for it. Or yeah, you could put it. If you haven't done that, temp- the uh, yeah, shrine
0: quest. you haven't done the Blood Moon Temple, you can do it there. We can go right there whenever the Blood Moon's up. Yeah. So it says that uh, you can only register one location using the travel medallion. Do you think you'll be able to change them, though, like from one to another? do. Or do you, think, do. It's, you think, don't think it's just going to be one it, and then that's all there is?
1: I think at any given time, you'll have one waypoint that you can go to. But, yeah, you'll only have one. So once you set it somewhere else, the other one goes away is how I imagine it'll work. For sure.
0: Uh, and there's also, under that, there's some new, uh, there's some new armors. Like, can you get, I guess, do you get them automatically? Or no, there's, yeah. There's eight treasure chests placed around Hyrule containing armor themed after previous Legend of Zelda titles. Watch for tips as to the whereabouts. So there's, like, added, uh, there's some added treasures. There's a Majora's Mask mask, of course, Midna's helmet. The Phantom armor looks awesome. Like, that's... It does. That's, like, a well that pretty much kind of sells the DLC to me. I'm like, mm... Yeah. I
1: wonder what it does that's special. Like, if it's just really highly resistant, or if it's uh, well, it looks freaking awesome. If it's awesome. got a, something, because <laughs> I mean, obviously, looking at it, you wouldn't think stealth. Yeah, with that, but maybe it is a stealthy thing. Who knows? Maybe. Because you know, because you had to use stealth when you were dealing with the phantoms in the DS
0: games. You can also uh, get a tingle outfit, which I hope that that changes your sackcloth into like balloons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of that. So you can just float around with balloons like Tingle does.
1: That's a very uh, form-fitting uh, outfit for Link.
0: I hope he. I hope he controls. And a concept like... <laughs> design. <laughs> yeah, I hope he controls like. Uh, I hope he controls like Tingle does in the Hyrule Warriors game. If you ever played as him, <laughs> he kind of looks like he
1: has little creeper heads from Minecraft
0: on the straps of his backpack. Had, uh, creeper heads. Yeah, that's what it kind of looks like. Oh but, yeah, because he has that weird, no, weird snake design or whatever.
1: But you know, Tingle confirmed. He's going to be in the game now.
0: <laughs> even though you're going to have to be him, because you always wanted to. Well, dress like Tingle for the people who love Tingle. They can.
1: So you got to wonder: Are they like? I mean, are these just aesthetic, or do they have something special about them? Like maybe Tingle's, I'm sure they have something. Maybe Tingles helps you collect more
0: rupees, or something like that. Or oh maybe sure. It's like, uh, you can sell maps to people as, as Tingle. <laughs> <laughs> you can sell maps to the town people.
1: Yeah, how cool would it be if there was like a uh, there were like side quests for each of these. Specifically to the armor, where you had to do something like maybe yeah. as a as a phantom, you had to go hang out in a tower and uh, keep people from getting to the top.
0: <laughs> you have to, yeah. You basically have to uh, get possessed by Zelda or, or keep people from getting to Zelda.
1: Pretty maybe much. when you wear the Minda helmet, you can ride on Wolf Link.
0: Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, there's also a Korok mask, which is hidden in a treasure as well. Um, it shakes whenever Link's near near a Korok, so it's kind of like a it's like the uh, Stone of Agony from the from the old game. Yeah. You know? Kind of like helps you. will help you find uh, the rest of the korok. So that's kind. Of, I figured that would be in there somewhere. You know, some sort of korok tracking thing. I've so you never can go tried find taking, the nine hundred of them. Or whatever.
1: I've never tried taking a picture of a korok. Or I have pictures of korok, but I've never tried like using that to find the seeds. You, you can't. I, I tried you can't. it. Because I. Cause so, that, so this yeah. is like this was purposefully like. All right. Well, here's that. Here's that. Since you can't do it on the Sheikah Slate, here it is yeah. as a mask.
0: Yeah. There's not There's not a Korok tracker. I saw that because that was when I first started finding Koroks, I started taking pictures of all of them with my camera until I ran out of film. So I had to just started deleting them. But I just, you know, was like, oh, there's one. So I was collecting pictures of all of them. And that's before I realized there was like 900 of them. But yeah, I learned pretty early that you can't track them through that because i had so many pictures of them unfortunately but yeah it's basically like that it's like an addition to the Sheikah slate to now you can track them
1: i definitely think this uh dlc is going to make me play the game more you know it's going to make me go back to it and want to complete some more quests and mess around and more i think so i like it i think it's i think it's cool i think it's uh right now i haven't really been playing much you know i'll still pop it on every couple of days and mess around but i've been my uh focuses elsewhere nowadays
0: yeah for sure oh yeah the one curse of the podcast last week there was uh, a <laughs> the little thing called the new new 2ds xl got launched got uh, mentioned or got announced New
1: nintendo 2ds xl
0: yeah uh this is i think you like this more than i do i'm not really into the color scheme i think it kind of looks like the nerf protectors that you would put on the uh that you put on the Wii U gamepad or like your 3DS looks a little weird. Like it looks a little like foamy at the top, but uh, and I, and I'm not really a big fan of like the blue black color scheme on it, like the light blue. But it's uh, almost
1: like a sea foam.
0: Yeah, or like yeah. sea green. I mean, is it is it made so you can like throw it at the wall and it's okay? Because the 2DS was supposed to be kind of like clunky, so you know more for kids, so you can kind of like, know, drop it or whatever.
1: That's the weirdest part about this whole thing. Um, but if you if you remember, so yeah, so the 2DS was like. Marketed as being the option for children, it's a cheaper version. Not just 3D,
0: yeah. No flip, no flip case.
1: Right, not just so that it would be more durable, but because the 3D supposedly could be bad for developing eyes. Um,
0: So they just took it
1: out, and there you go. You have a a child-friendly 3DS. So, yeah. like, the fact that they've made uh, this other version that's, like, a premium version of that, it's like... It's weird, right? <laughs> it's very weird. Is it like, you know, well, the 2DS came out a few years ago. Is this for the same market of kids that are just a couple years older now and they're ready to... Uh, but they're still not quite ready for a 3DS, so let's get them this one or... Well, it's you know, a, what? Yeah, Did they see it as a cash grab, you know? But here, remember... Do you remember when the, uh, the original DSi XL came out? It yeah. was being marketed as for, like, people that couldn't see as well that needed a bigger screen. It was almost being like marketed as like
0: the elderly DS. Oh, I don't remember like the, the DSI, like totally, I just never got Not one. The DSI, never really, but the yeah.
1: DSI XL. Yeah.
0: I'm saying I, I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really pay attention to either of those. Cause I, well, I
1: remember that coming out and, and like then, my DS light so, so much. And then so many people being, you know, like, well, Hey, I want the bigger screens. Like I think bigger screens are great. I, even though I could see just fine, I want bigger screens. Oh, well, so, yeah. Like, yeah. Then the Nintendo realized, oh shit, like people like the bigger console. Like that's a thing that everybody likes. This isn't just something we're going to sell as, you know, being for people with impaired vision. So uh, they it became a thing where there are special editions of that version of the console and stuff because they are marketing it to everybody. So this yeah. one already is kind of how I feel. It's like the two DS, you know, let's market as this, but let's see you know, for the kids, but let's see how it actually takes off. If it shows more of a mainstream appeal than we're expecting, then we're ready to roll out this guy, this 2DS XL, which, what, it's 50 bucks less than the 3DS XL? Yeah. Everything about it's the same other than it doesn't have the 3DS.
0: Well, what I thought, what I was thinking maybe is, like, you know, since, you know, the new 3DSs are the only ones that can use, like, do the Super Nintendo downloads and all that. I think it was just like a a new version of the 2DS that can do that as well. Because if you buy the regular 2DS, you kind of like, you can't get like the Virtual Console, uh, Pixel Perfect, uh, Super Nintendo stuff, or you can't get the stuff that was made just for new 3DS. But you can now with this new 2DS XL. And maybe that's what they're going for. It has
1: the Amiibo support. Yeah, it has the Amiibo support also.
0: And it has like the extra, you know, the extra analog nub nub thing and like the extra buttons on the top as well. So it's basically like, yeah, all the all the bells and whistles of the new 3DS XL, except not 3D and foamy, I guess. <laughs> and this one actually
1: has two screens, because the 2DS was just one screen with a bezel around it.
0: Well, yeah, they were just, there was no, yeah, there was no like, uh, what do you call it, no clam, I didn't like, no clam right. but it I was actually
1: check. just one solid screen that was like divided into two screens. This one is actually two screens, and they are supposedly really nice. Um I do wonder, like, you know, the whole the difference between the um, I, is it IPS and TFT panels or whatever on the 3DS XL or the new 3DS XLs. Oh, yeah, I don't, can, yeah like, I don't know. Where it's always like sort of like a grab bag if you don't know what kind of screens you're going to get. Like, I wonder if they're going to do the same with the 2DS XL or if it's going to all be like the brighter screens. If they all have the brighter screens, that becomes a, a selling point on its own for people to pick this console up yeah
0: well i would think it should be since it's like the new whatever the new thing that they're coming out with
1: i think that it's you know i would agree with you the the model they show in the video for the uh, that they're releasing like that color scheme i like it okay it kind of looks like one of my like custom game boys i put together but uh i don't like the weird texture on the top
0: i agree yeah. with you there
1: but uh th- there was one shown. That, well, there's yeah, the, one that was shown. The, the slime the, one
0: does look great. The slime yeah. one
1: looks really cool. I actually and thought,
0: then, yeah, I, did, I didn't know that the 2DS XL was a thing. So when I saw the picture of the slime, I thought it was like a phone case. I'm like, oh, I want to get that because <laughs> I just saw it somewhere. And I, and then I found out later because you, you told me about it. Like you texted me about it. And I was like, I hadn't heard of that. And then I looked it up. And I was like, oh, yeah, that. I thought that, was a, I thought that was a phone case. But, yeah, that one looks it, cool with the metal. It looks really
1: tie. cool. And so, I mean, this is where they might get me even though I'm like, pretty resolute at this moment that i don't want to buy one of these i mean shit i already have two 3ds's i don't need a third one but i don't know man something about it like i'm gonna i'm gonna wait this isn't something I'm going to buy right away. This is something I'm going to sit on. But then again, what is this going to be like? Hard to get a hold of? Is this going to be like people going to be whipped into a frenzy over getting a hold of this guy? Or
0: yeah, like the uh, like the ninety nine dollar Black Friday one, which was for only Black Friday, <laughs> which I should have figured out. But I thought that it would just be the new price of the three DS. You know, that's why you never see that one again. But yeah, I don't know. Um, is it? I don't. Is the slime one actually con- confirmed for America? I thought that was only a Japanese. I think Release. it is.
1: And also, the uh, there's a European one that's uh, orange and white that looks really cool that uh, I was that. thinking about. I got on Amazon uh, UK or Amazon EU or whatever it's called today. And they're adamant, you know, it will not ship to the U.S. So even if I bought it, I think it's region locked.
0: Oh, OK. Oh, well, that, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, so I'm not. I, it looks cool, but, you know. Whatever it would just be a yeah just be a just another overpriced just another toy. collector's item right uh huh yeah so um let's uh, let's go to the releases real quick for this week and then we'll jump to jump to what we're playing all right because I think I think I covered all the news unless there's anything else that I that you think I might have missed oh wait no hold on hold on there's the rabbit in the room or the well Freudian slip I was gonna say the elephant in the room but the rabbit <laughs> the rabbit in the room so Kotaku is uh, jumping on the whole Rabbids Mario RPG rumor train and they're saying that that's a real thing too now. Just recently IGN even reported on it like it was fact. So, and like I read reading it like it seems like so ridiculous that it's it still seems not real because they're talking about Mario and Luigi having laser guns in the game. Like that's that sounds like something that won't happen. Have you did you read any of that or see any of that stuff?
1: Mainly I saw yeah, I saw the headline. I didn't really read into it too much because I
0: don't know. I don't really know. I mean, um, why did they why do they have guns? I I don't know. Because I guess because rabbits have to be shot with guns because there was like a light gun game for the Wii that had guns. I don't know.
1: But this was originally reported by uh our friend Laura Kate Dale, so, you know.
0: <laughs> I thought it was Emily Rogers or maybe it was just both. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh But it it's... was one of those things I was hoping that she was just wrong about, but yeah, apparently Kotaku is saying that that they're correct on that as well.
1: I mean, whatever, like whatever just <laughs> shit all over mario who cares if you it's a good game because maybe it could be a game that really like lampoons the mario series in a way that the rp the rpgs have already been trying to do but let's just take it a further level with these creepy ass rabbit looking things
0: well i'm just kind of wondering because like ubisoft you know i don't really consider them they're a good like, rpg like maker Minion, <laughs> company so you know yeah I mean, yeah, they're saying a uh, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle a rumored crossover RPG for Ubisoft and Nintendo will reportedly release either this August or September for Nintendo Switch, according to Kotaku. Who received art assets for the game Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle will feature will feature turn based combat, local co op for two players. So, I mean, that could be cool, I guess. It says it'll have uh, Mario, Luigi, Pete, and Yoshi, as well as four rabbits dressed up as those characters. <laughs> In the art provided to Kotaku, Mario and his pal- pals are seen armed with guns that fire laser beams. As we were saying earlier, uh, yeah, I don't know, um, yeah. I, I, I'd be If it's to give it a try, uh, if Intelligent Systems is involved with it, and it's like a Mario and Luigi type thing, or like uh, I forget, as because uh, it is isn't Intelligent Systems that do Mario and Luigi, they do Paper Mario. But if it's like uh, if it's like those style games if they have those companies in there I am blanking on the company that made uh, Mario and Mario Luigi right now but if they have them in on it working on it I'm totally down for it I like turn based RPGs if this is if this is good then awesome you know but it still seemed like such a like such a weird thing that Alpha I don't know Dream. Alpha Dream yeah yeah you're right good 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 one um, yeah yeah if they're if they're in there then uh if they're working on it then awesome then uh, then maybe i'll have some faith in it but who knows maybe we'll get it i mean if we get into september and august it's only a few months away
1: well i mean there's not a i guess there's i am setsuna but you know let's get another rpg yeah well i mean uh,
0: i love rpgs more rpgs the merrier um there's also uh, somebody on neogaf thought that they found some sort of thing online that Nintendo marked for a possible Direct next week. I don't know if this is necessarily news, but somebody somebody said that that they thought there was going to be Direct next week. I think it's too early, but whatever, the, whatever they saw before for that last one, like the same thing happened again, that yeah. like a day was marked or like something was marked in next week. I mean, so, I wouldn't doubt you know.
1: that they're going to have at least one more Direct before E3. Yeah. And are they... Is it is it or is it not confirmed that they're not doing a traditional press conference at
0: E3? Uh, they're not. Yeah, they, they, that was confirmed. They're definitely they're not doing a breast, com- uh, breast conference. They're doing
1: it. A- <laughs> they already did the breast conference <laughs> with the uh, HD Rumble a couple weeks ago.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not doing a press conference. They're doing another direct, I guess. So, yeah, that was confirmed craziness. But, yeah, they, that's fine. I mean, I like those. I like their little press things that they do or yeah, like i like the directs
1: have, they'll do like the um extended preview of maybe odyssey like they did a uh, zelda last
0: year yeah that'd be great it was like only odyssey and then it's not only odyssey right <laughs> that's what happened last last year but it ends up
1: just being a bunch of kirby games and uh freaking rabbits Ra- rabbits rpg
0: yeah well rabbits will have to be there right if it's really happening
1: early in the fall yeah cool it's cool how close we are to uh
0: to e3 i mean yeah e3 is only a month away so we will cover it as best as we can. Maybe our correspondent uh, John Nitter will be, <laughs> will be able to get there and, and give us some some info. Rep in the
1: sharp ass t-shirt.
0: Yeah, let's take a quick break and then we'll talk about what's released and what we've been playing because they're kind of in the same thing. Okay, all right, be right back. <laughs> Came out this week. The was a Tuesday release. Uh, tumble seed came out this Tuesday. It did. Um, also, uh, there was a the blazing. Was it Blazing Star? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the,
1: the shoot 'em up.
0: Yeah, Neo Geo shoot 'em up came out on Tuesday instead of a Thursday. So that was pretty crazy. I haven't seen anything releasing for Thursday on Switch so i guess maybe this week they do tuesday even though like uh the next thursday is supposed to be like when N- nba playgrounds and like all that stuff minecraft, come man. out minecraft it, even though yeah that and the and the myro of the wolf whatever all that's supposed to come out on thursday next week so i don't know but yeah the two two big games what two sort of a games whatever uh i got tumble seed it's uh i don't know if you've watched have you watched the trailer for that game on the, on the and, switch uh... it's pretty hilarious like how they're like it's the roguelite of whatever and then it's like and it's a ro- and it's like it's the dark souls of seed games. like there's all these like, <laughs> funny there's these funny quotes on there, which I think they're I hope they're trying to be funny because I think they're pretty hilarious where it's like uh, yeah, just going through all the things that people say about like every game that it's like the dark souls or something or this the roguelike whatever. Yeah, it's like a, it's sort of a roguelike thing. you start off you start off as a seed in a town and um you basically i ended up purchasing this it was 15 bucks it looked you know i'm cool with indie games i wanted to try it out but uh you start as a seed in this town and you kind of like use both of the analog sticks to propel yourself forward but uh by pushing up and down on the left or right side you kind of like tilt it from one side to another and there's a level bubble like in the middle so it kind of shows you like how far to the left or the right you are but uh this is a game that i kind of wish had a motion control on it i mean as an option you know, with the with the Joy Cons working the way they are, I kinda wish you could like just kinda balance it back and forth and move the seed like that instead of just hitting up and down on the on the analog sticks. Whether it works better or not, I'd like to try it, you know. But you get different you get different types of seeds like as you go through the game. And each like level that you're trying to go through, like is all completely randomly generated so like if you die and come back, it'll be different. The, the, all the like the holes and bad guys and stuff will be different on each th- on each playthrough. So that's kind of interesting. It's uh, I'm actually I'm not very good at it, so I've kind of had a hard time getting into it. But I tried. I, I played it for like probably like an hour or so today. Like uh, I really like the music. The music's really good on it. It looks really pretty. It's, it, I guess it hasn't really fully hit it for me yet, but I'm still trying it. Did you? Yeah,
1: I, w- I was interested in trying it out, but I didn't really know much to what to expect. From it, and I also did just buy Mario Kart and um, whatever that other. I can't remember the name of that game, even though I bought it. Kamiko, fl- Kamiko, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Which we'll talk about Kimiko in a minute, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I got Kamiko too.
1: I'm fully interested in purchasing uh, this game if it's Tumble Seed, if it's good, because I it supposedly has the best use of um, the HD Rumble apart from One Two Switch.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, you definitely feel it. Uh, you feel the. Seed run rolling from one side to another. I don't know if it's. I mean, once
1: again, that's like a. But that supports your thought that it'd be cool if it was. You could just tilt it and feel the marble
0: rolling inside. Yeah, right. Like I feel. I feel it. I feel like it's really a missed opportunity to not have motion control in there. Maybe they just didn't want to have it, but you know, this the system is totally capable of it. Like I kind of wish it was in there. I think it might be a little more interesting. If it could you, always be patched you do, in, yeah. If you could do it motion controlled, I don't know. I, 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 I think I might be a little bit better on it. If I could tilt it instead of, I would just like to see somebody try it. I know like people. So aren't are you really, essentially
1: avoiding things as you move up. Is that how it works?
0: Yeah, you're avoiding things, and there's a specific seed that can get spikes, or you can collect spikes to what'll be added to your seed. And if you roll into characters, where, well, you roll into bad guys with the spikes, you can kill them like that. Okay. So you can't attack some guys. I only have three. I only have three uh, seeds right now. But I think you might get more as you go through. But I'm only like in the, I think I'm in like the second level. But I think I did find a warp at one point, so I might be a little bit farther. But yeah, it just like goes up, and you just go through different, you go through different uh, different things, and you try to like plant. There's like little uh, diamond shaped things on the on the board that you can plant like trees on, and that'll kind of cl- create like a checkpoint for you. So when you die, you'll come back to that. So it's not like it's not like where everything will completely reset when you die, like most rogue type games. But, I mean, it, it, the little the change, but you won't, like, not have anything. You won't, like, lose all your extra seeds and all that. So, yeah. I'm still kind of, yeah, I'm still trying to kind of get my head around it. But it's an, an interesting, cool. I like these I like these little indie games. It's only 15 bucks. It's not that bad. I bought that. I ended up buying that in Kimiko this week. Kamiko came out last week. We briefly mentioned it. But we both bought that game. So, let's talk about that Wait, one it, for a minute.
1: It's 5 bucks, man. Like, I could, it was really easy to talk myself into buying a $5 game. That's the cheapest game. Yeah. Right? It's the cheapest game that's come out so far. Yeah, and and, I, uh, and even if it only has a couple of hours of play, if it's a fun game for five bucks, and it warrants like multiple plays, playthroughs for high score. Or I don't know if that really has high scores in it, but
0: yeah, kind of. Well, I guess speed
1: running, even. Yeah,
0: I mean, it does time. Yeah, it does time how long you put you go through the stage?
1: There's combo. It te- keeps track of your combos, so maybe you yeah. could go back for like higher combos.
0: Well, it has an interesting. It has an interesting mechanic to it where, like, you sort of have a magic meter, kind of. You have like you have like your health meter, you know, with the which is these little diamonds, little red diamonds. And you can upgrade that as you go through the game. You can find like, you know, big red diamonds that give you an extra one. And you, you get an extra one every time you find a boss also. But um there's also like a magic meter type thing. Where like every time you hit a guy every time you hit a guy you get like one you get like one point, and if you hit another guy you get like two, and it builds up like as you combo, so you'll end up getting like a lot more later, like which you'll have to do later when you have to collect magic. But you use you use these points to open doors. You use these points to, like, basically, like, find those little gates, little Japanese gates that, like, uh, become save points. Like, after you find those, you have to find four of those in every in every stage, and then that'll open the pathway to the boss, and then you go fight the boss. But it uh, actually, I had to go all the way through the whole game before I figured out that you had a special move. Like, have you figured that out yet? Uh-uh. So you have a special move. If, if you hold the button to um, use your sword, if you're playing as a sword character, there's three different characters there's a there's a sword there's a sword girl the arrow girl and there's a sword and shield girl I've played I played all the way through as a sword girl I just started playing as the arrow girl but I'm I haven't played the sword and shield yet I wonder how I'm wondering how that works maybe you can like block but it's a shorter shorter sword but if you hold your sword button your guy will start'll start glowing you and you'll do sort of like a spin attack like you know like Zelda. And, uh, spoilers, you have to use that to beat the final guy of the game, and that's how I figured out how to do it, because it never told me oh, how to do it. <laughs> it never, never told me I how think, to do it in the whole game, and I had to look up what to do, because I kind of it. I think if I read
1: correctly in the description, I think the third character with the sword and shield, I think they essentially are kind of a hybrid of the other two, that they have melee, like, close-range attack, and sort of a projectile attack.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, because the I've noticed a major difference. They throw the shield, like,
1: Captain America or something, I
0: think. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's cool. Yeah, um, because I've noticed that. Yeah, with the arrow, like because I went through all the way you have to get right in there with the sword, and I like that because it kind of reminded me of Zelda. Soundtrack's really awesome on this one too. Like, there's some really cool, yeah, really cool songs. And in it's it.
1: based off of uh, Shinto or Shintoism. Oh, is, is like...
0: that is that where all the uh, existential stuff comes from? I actually I think made so. a...
1: It's supposed to be, and I and I and I don't know a lot about it, but I read a little blurb about what's well, about Chinture it says like
0: it says trans and it says trans and trans what do you call it? it talks about like transients in there
1: right it's something to do with yeah with keeping the past connected to the present
0: somehow i think it's like kind of a layman's way of describing cuz they it. kind of call you they refer to you as that as like their transients right. or whatever
1: well you're like shrine or yeah, there's there's a specific tile for each of the three characters like they're like shrine goddesses or something like that. Funny, they are like chosen by the gods to be whatever their role is.
0: Funny thing, uh I've I've been posting pictures of Kamiko on Twitter and uh, one of the designers from the game has liked all of them. So Oh cool. It's pretty awesome. I mean all of his uh, he's Japanese, it's a Japanese game. So a lot of I've his tagged twi- it. So a lot of his Twitter is a uh, is a lot of his um Twitter accounts in Japanese. But um, I looked him. I looked him up, and he yeah, he's uh, he's one of the designers of the game. Like he has uh, you know, there's a trailer for the game on his on his uh, website. You know, it says it even says like the name of uh, what is it? Uh, Hi- Fly High Works has has that on there too. But uh, yeah, he's a guy that worked on it. But he's a uh, you know when you when you tweet stuff through the Twitch, it'll automatically hashtag some stuff. If you okay. notice, like it'll automatically hashtag Nintendo Switch on everything. It does. And uh, yes. for this one, it also automatically hashtags Kamiko. <laughs> Kamiko as the title, yeah. It, it automatically hashtags Kamiko as well. Cool, man. On there, well, so someone's
1: keeping an eye on that. I mean,
0: so I, I posted like four. I think I posted like two or two or three. I, I posted a few stuff from it, and uh, and the guy, one of the developers, he's liked all of my posts. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I posted po- four four things, and he's and he uh, he liked he liked three of them, I guess. But he'll get around to liking the other ones, I guess. Maybe but... if you
1: didn't fuck it up.
0: <laughs> well, I. I did the oh well I also spelled it wrong probably why you Tried spelled to... Kamiko wrong <laughs> no I spelled existential wrong <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's probably why he'd... it's hard to type shit out on the on the switch let me you tell you you
1: put a cks instead of an x
0: no I, I put like an i and, and like it, x versus sever it's like Xs <laughs> and, and seal Is how it, yeah but uh yeah I guess he didn't like didn't get that joke because it was spelled wrong. But uh, but yeah, I tweeted some stuff and he liked it. So, but yeah, I played through the whole game. I played through the whole game today. It took me about an hour and eighteen minutes. I think was my total time on it with the one character. But then I started playing it again as the arrow person, and I and I see myself playing through it as the extra characters because in the main in the main menu there's like a question marks at the bottom. So maybe you unlock something if you beat it as everybody.
1: This game so. reminds me a lot of uh, the old Gauntlet games on NES. It actually,
0: yeah, it reminded me of like kind of a mixture of like. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I could see some gauntlet in there. It kind of reminds—it's me... The,
1: it- the constant generation of enemies and kind of how they like uh, move at you, like yeah. a bunch of ants or well, whatever. Like, it reminds me of like,
0: like- uh, reminds me of like bullet hell shooters, also like yeah. sh- like shoot 'em ups. Because- well,
1: the box. The first boss battle definitely felt like a bullet
0: hell. Yeah, well, there's a lot of, I. yeah, I spent a lot of time, like, weaving in between bullets. And later, as you get later in the game, the, the guys, the bad guys can shoot bullets at you as well. But it reminded me of stuff like Ikaruga or whatever, where I'm, like, focused on. Because you have, you know, have, you have your life meter, but you don't really, there isn't, like, you can't, you don't get, like, potions or any way to, like, reheal, reheal yourself aside from, like, cutting grass or, like, destroying pots and stuff like that. Yeah. There's only so much extra life you can refill for yourself. So I, you know, I you have to dodge everything. If you don't dodge everything, you know, you won't win. Cuz you lose like one hit point like per whatever. So I found myself dodging around stuff and it kind of reminds me a lot of like, you know, old like Gradius like those games or like Ikaruga or like those old like shoot 'em up type stuff. Yeah. The uh the graphical style like kind of how it's like the old school, it it, it reminds me of uh did you ever play Sorcery? It's like an iPhone game. No. It was made it was like made by the same guys who did uh I think it was made by the same guys who did Sound Shapes, or they they worked and worked with them. There is a game Sound Shapes on PS three where like you move around and you are you are like a ball, and different different stuff triggers depending on how you play the game. It's really cool actually, and you can actually write your own songs by creating levels in that game as well. But there is uh, there is like characters from from that game in there. It's a uh, yeah, it's called a sword. It's called Sword and Sorcery. It's a Super Brother Sword and Sorcery. Um, there is a game that I that I played on. Uh, iPhone like that and some of the backgrounds like the way they're drawn like the way the style is of the bitness of it and all that but like modern kind of reminds me of that game but it looks really it looks really pretty it looks it sounds really good you know it's a lot of fun to it's a lot of fun to play there's basically like two there's like two buttons to use your sword pretty much and like all the other buttons are pretty much to dash like to run. So
1: Yeah, and dashing is super important, like you figure that out pretty early on.
0: Yeah, and there's a, and there's stuff where like you have to grab you have to like grab a ball or a key or something and carry it from one point to another without getting hit, and you can't attack anybody while you're doing that. So there's it's like stuff like that. Yeah. That's that's also kind of like bullet heli, you know. You can't you run can't, either. Yeah.
1: Right. You can't set the item down, take care of enemies and pick it back up. Like once yeah. you set it down, that pretty much counts as like getting hit or losing it.
0: Well, one, one trick that I learned about that towards the end of the game is that if, you know, like, how, like, you go by the guys and, like, all the guys reappear when you get there? Yeah. If you, like, don't kill all of the guys before you leave and come back, they won't, like, reappear because they'll still be, like, if you leave a couple of them still alive, so it'll make it a little bit easier. You try. Oh,
1: that. I see what
0: you mean. So, yeah. yeah, it's,
1: like, each each pack of enemies won't regenerate until they're all gone.
0: Yeah, it won't, it won't regenerate until they're all gone. So you could, like, Kill like half of them and then there's, and then like it'll make it a little bit easier to dodge around instead of killing all of them, which I was doing. I was like trying to clear a path and then I came back and they would all come back. I realized later that I could just like kill part of them and then they wouldn't like fully all come back.
1: Well, I've only beaten the first boss, but I thought it was pretty cool how that was kind of a puzzle. It was a puzzle to beat. Oh, yeah. And
0: actually, yeah, I thought that. I thought he was kinda of like the hardest boss out of all of them was that first one. Just because I had a hard time getting out of his way when he was trying it to get It took hit me the, several
1: tries. Yeah, yeah when he was hitting the switches.
0: But uh yeah, no, it's it's a, it's a really cool game. yeah, I mean, what I like is like when you find um when you're like looking through pots and you find like a health You found, like, a heart, you know, to refill your health bar. You can leave it there, and it'll never disappear. Like, I thought that was really impressive. You know, like how, like, old, you know, old, like, Zelda games where you find a heart, and, like, you know, the heart will, like, go away if you don't get it, like, within, like, 30 seconds or something. Yeah. And this game, they'll stay there forever. So you can, like, come back and get it later, like, when you need it. Like, that's what I used to do. That's what it reminds me of, like, uh, the old Doom game, like, from the 90s. I used to do that. Or, like, old first-person shooter games in general. Or like you find like a health a health pack and you don't need it yet, but you remember where it is on the map and then you'll come back to it later when you're like almost dead and you're like, Oh I'll go back and get that health pack. That's kinda how I played this too. I thought it was cool that your health doesn't like disappear. The stuff on the board that you collect it won't go away, so you can come back and get it later. But yeah, you should uh definitely play through the rest of it. It's a it's a fun I game. plan on
1: it, man. It's fun and uh it just the more more of these little games I get on the switch, the more I'm loving the console because of how quickly you can you know, go between games and yeah, jump from one the thing play to styles and yeah, and you can't really burn yourself out on something if you have something else to jump over and play. And it's nice. Like this game just fills, you know, scratches a different itch, so to speak of type of gameplay. And I'm still playing through uh Wonder Boy. I mean I've slowed my roll on that one a little
0: bit, but did you make it to the final level?
1: I've gotten pretty far in the final part where yeah, it you know, ramps like,
0: it ramps up a lot when you get there. I thought it got, a, you're lot, talking it got about a lot harder.
1: Spoiler spoiler alert or whatever, but you're talking about the the level where you have to keep switching forms yeah. and you go through like yeah, that's pretty hard.
0: So that's far. the final I, level. Yeah. Yeah, it I've I thought the difficulty into it, ramped but... up a lot when I got there. because. Like, well, you wanna, you need to get like all the legendary armor for that. You know, like it's it's good to find the legendary armor that'll help because then when you switch forms, like it'll it'll stay the same. You won't have to like change it every time you do it. But if you have that, um, if you have that suit from uh from whatever you found that I couldn't find, like with the bird that we talked about, it. if you have that, shouldn't that bring you back to life after you die? That's what it's supposed to do, or at least oh, really? it, it did in the original one. Yeah, maybe that, I didn't
1: have it equipped.
0: Yeah, I was saying that's why I thought that I needed it because from looking at like old game facts about the original Master Quest game or Master Quest Master System game, it said uh, it basically said that like if you had that, it would bring you back to life every time you died. So it made the game a lot easier or made that next part a lot easier. And I'm like, well, fuck, that's why I can't get through it. Cause so I it's never like got you always thing.
1: have one potion pretty much, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's like you have the you always have a fairy is the idea. So you should try it, try it with that with with what you got there. And that maybe that'll help you. How far? How far have you gotten? Have you like gotten it through all the forms? Like, have you made it all the way to Hawkman in that final area?
1: Uh, no, I wasn't Hawkman. I was. Um, I think I got killed when I was Lion Man.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, because so I, I got remember... pretty far,
1: but I got to a part where like there were phantoms and ninjas at the same time, and that's when I got hard.
0: Yeah, yeah, that part sucks. I would die in that part multiple times every time. Actually, what I did. Well, I mean, the the way that I beat it is I basically saved enough money to buy as many like potions as I could.
1: Yeah, I need to figure out where to go to buy potions. because I have a ton of money.
0: Yeah, they're actually um they're in the Mouseman level, right before the boss that you get to on S Mouseman. If, okay. if you want to find him. There's a there's a place where you can buy you can buy two there, I think at once. But they only let you buy two, but I bought two and I got a third one from the uh the from random. like from like the roulette thing. Yeah, yeah. The, when you when you die. so I went You'll th- still
1: get one randomly from enemies, too. Right? Yeah, you can get it from randomly. enemies
0: also. So I had three from that, and then I went in there with three, and I made it three. I made it through. I think I only had... I think I still had, like, one left over. But that's what... I would always die in that part that you're talking about with the ninjas and the... And I got there yeah.
1: without using a potion, so, I it's mean... It's awful. That's pretty yeah. really
0: cool. Yeah, no, I, I, I did, too. It's just when I got there, that was when I would die, so I needed an extra potion. And there's some, like, weird mechanics with the bosses on that game if you noticed like it kind of has like where you get hit and you just can't do anything until you hit the ground like your character just kind of like floats around oh yeah I hate hit when by you the like, boss
1: when you get hit by an enemy and you start like bouncing up in the air for a little while yeah at
0: least it doesn't continue to take your life away there's like other games that would do that so at least it only takes your life away one time but still you have no control of your character until you hit the ground that really reminded so really me of uh, yeah
1: fucking noah's
0: ark the wisdom tree game noah's ark <laughs> <laughs> the one where you Is stack the animals
1: yeah cuz you you would take damage like that and that where you would just like bounce 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 if you kept hitting things but i do believe it kept taking away your health your yeah habit.
0: no i've played games like that that where you, you just had where they tab- corner you and just tablets. keep getting you keep losing shit and it would be so annoying and i I mean, I yeah, like NES games that I, I can't think of any particular offhand, but I remember playing ones that are like that. And at least this, I mean, the, the benefit of it is that it is at least it doesn't continue to drain your health. Because if it did, then I would love, would have, like, thrown the controller and said, like, fuck you <laughs> to the game, you know, and, like, rage quit it or whatever. But thankfully, it's it's only, you just kind of be like, okay, I'm just going to get pushed around for a while. But at least I only lose, like, one part of my health. I just got to wait till I land and then try to not do it again, you know it's kind of how you have to look at it but it's an older game but
1: but yeah i'll beat this and kimiko eventually uh, i plan on playing them
0: yeah you should definitely they're both uh they're both short games you know so you can get through them pretty quick yeah i thought about that today cuz like i played like i was saying uh, i played tumble seed for a while yesterday and i played it today too and i was like uh I was like playing that for a little bit, and, uh, and then I switched to Kamiko, and I beat and I've like played. You know, I really got into Kamiko, and I played like that until pretty much I beat it. Well, I played it handheld for a while, then I put it on the TV and I played the last boss on the TV. And then I was like, oh yeah, now I could you know I could switch to like Snake Pass or like back to like Mr. Shifty or something like that. And it's all just like so seamless, you know, going from like one game to another. It's really cool. Was there is uh, anything else that you've been playing aside from uh, Switch stuff? Aside to, aside from new stuff?
1: Yeah, I've been a. Uh well, I got my, I, I'll say I got my uh, Chip Maestro up and running finally. So, yeah, I've got, man, it requires so much stuff to get that thing going. But uh, I finally did. I can play it. Um, it's a little more complicated than I expected, but I actually
0: kind of expected that as well. So Oh, the um, the keyboard thing, right?
1: Right. So I have the 25-key uh, MIDI controller keyboard on uh, analysis, and it's controlling you know, the cart directly. And then I have the cart going into my TV. Yeah. So uh yeah, it's working. Um it's fun. And then uh as far as games, I've been I purchased uh the nine 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 game, nine what's the actual name of it? Nine persons, nine rooms, nine yeah, hours that's a, or something like that.
0: That's a three DS game or is that a DS game? It's an original DS game. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember hearing not, about it, but I never I never played it.
1: Man, I've been hearing a lot of great things about this game and it pops up all over the place and hidden gems and uh, non games and all these other like categorical lists that I'll see online in a, you yeah, know, cause this, it's like a, it's, it's like a, a trilogy a, too. So, yeah. it, um, is, I you're you're it's greatly recommended you play these sequentially. So I, if I wanted to play either of the other games, I would have to play this one first anyway. So I just figured I'd finally buy it, and I it's been about I think with shipping it was like twenty two. Oh okay and it's just the cartridge it doesn't have any of the uh literature with it but that was the best price i could find and it came pretty quickly and uh the packaging that the uh the seller shipped it in was actually pretty funny um it was like the envelope the ebay envelope was just like covered in like roses like pictures <laughs> of roses oh nice and then, uh, inside of the the game was like in this nice little
0: like plastic pouch that had printed on it like have a wonderful
1: day and May your world be full of flowers or something. There's, like, flowers <laughs> all over that, too.
0: May, may your so, nights be filled with nines.
1: It's something like that, but, uh, you know, it wasn't directly related to the game. But uh, wh- whomever this seller was or this company, they definitely have the flower thing going, so that's cool. But, uh, yeah, it's fun so far. I haven't played too much into it. I think I'm a little over an hour into it, maybe a little further. Uh, but it's it's not like anything I've played before. I mean, shit, it kind of reminds me a little bit maybe of Deja Vu. It's a kind of like visual novel, choose your own yeah. adventure type thing, right? It reminds me the most of Deja Vu. I think is probably the best like mm. comparison I could say of it. But uh, it's fun so far, and it's gruesome, and it's definitely very adult themed. Like this was definitely a mature game. I mean, I think it's got a mature rating on it. But you know, kind of cool that this was on the DS. Oh sure. And uh, but I'm I, I'm loving it so far, and uh, I definitely think it was worth what I paid for it. You know, what I'm going to get out of it, and uh, I. Playing it on my old 3ds because I can't find my charger. So oh, for it's the, the regular DS, charged. yeah, for my for all well, for my other I can't find the charger for the 3ds's and I have two 3ds's. Well, my other one's dead. My new 3ds is dead. The battery's dead, so I'm playing it on
0: uh, the black one. And you have you have no chargers? Like out of all these 3ds's, you I can't do. find your chargers? I
1: do. I just can't find it. I actually own two of them. I just can't find either of
0: them. Oh wow! You, I mean, I. You should have got a cradle, man. <laughs> I have a charging cradle, like just just right next to my bed, just right to the just my to, right to my right. I have that's where my DS is. I keep it, it in the charging cradle, so I don't have to worry about that.
1: Well, that's a great idea, and maybe something I should consider investing.
0: They're not that expensive. I mean, you can order them from Nintendo. I think they shouldn't be. They were. I mean, they were out of stock for a while when I got it, but that was when the new 3ds first came out that should be should be around now did you ever did you ever play hotel dusk that's kind of i guess that's kind no, of like, I, didn't. Uh, I played that game and i really liked it and i thought about Vi- going a it. a visual novel or yes yeah, yeah it's visual novel. You even held it like a book <laughs> it even went that far but i thought that game was really cool it was like one of those things where i just couldn't really put it down like kind of like kamiko where i just it's not that long but i was like so intrigued by the story that i just kept playing it yep and hopefully 999 is like that too
1: it is so far man it's i've been like yeah once I've been playing it, like I can't put it down, and then you know I will, and then I won't play it for a little while. But mm-hmm. it's great because you can just shut the DS and come back to it whenever you feel like it, just like a real book.
0: Yeah i uh, i just um, I just set up a like I said before. I just set up a new office uh, slash studio for for you know the podcast and for me. Like one of my roommates moved out, so I have this extra room now, and um, and I have like uh, I have two TVs. I have like my retro center set up and uh, and like another HDTV for, for other games and uh so I've been playing a lot of retro stuff still and since uh it's been the it's like the 20 year anniversary for uh blast core there's an old rare game for 64. I think it was the first rare release for nintendo 64 but uh it's a it's an awesome game like I was playing that game again like i I was just you know I was thinking about it because i I'd, I'd heard that it was 20 years old and I'd heard heard a podcast talking about it and I was like uh I was like man I, that game was really fun I was like I don't remember i'm like i don't remember if I have that or not and I looked through my games and I couldn't find it, and I'm like, oh, I don't think I have it. But I moved all of my cartridge games like into the office, and I basically I like alphabetized everything and like categorized my 64 games because you know you can't see the. I made it to where like I could find them, even though you can't see like what the game says. You know, I try to find a way to like put them into groups and stick them in different areas. But as I was doing that, I found the Blast cart, and I was like, oh man, I do have it. So I popped it in, and I've just been playing through it like on on my uh, off time, and it's it's such a fun game. I don't know how much you how much you played that game.
1: What what style of game is this? I feel I
0: it's probably it's, like it- it's hard to explain it because it's different than any other game that I've played. It's like it's it's basically like uh so the story is there's a giant truck that has like a nuclear bomb on it or something and it's basically driving out of control. Uh it's it can't stop and you basically have to take you basically have to destroy all of the buildings in front of this vehicle so it won't hit one and destroy the entire world. That's basically what the story of this game is. So there's these different levels based around you using these different vehicles. You start off using like a, you start off using like a bulldozer, but eventually you get like a robot with only one arm that does like, that does somersaults and flips and stuff. Or you get like a robot that like can fly into the sky and like dive bomb on uh, like, it does like a kind of a butt stomp, but with its legs, it comes down and destroys buildings and you unlock like, cars from like uh dukes of hazard like the dukes of hazard cars in there you can find like the a-team van like there's some other like like you can get like cop cars and stuff like that and there's like races in the game that you can do and there's like crazy like there's a pac-man level in one of them like this just like there's all these different crazy levels that you do around these vehicles that you find and it's and it's a lot of fun i don't know yeah I don't know if you played it but it was just it was such a bizarre game and it's really fun to play still.
1: Is it a uh hard game to get a hold of? Do you know if it's a collector's item in that regard? I, I don't it think
0: rare? it's I don't think it's as expensive. I would expect maybe like 20 bucks or less, but I haven't really looked into it. I think this might be the one that I had in high school or when uh, or the one I got, I don't know. I don't remember when I got it. I remember my friend my friend from high school, Caleb, he had it. Because like, he was like, oh, dude, it's really cool. You can destroy stuff. And I remember playing it, and I was like, wow, this game is insane. And you end up, like, you go to different parts of the world, like, as this car comes through. And eventually you go to the moon, and you go through, like, the whole, like, solar system and all these different planets. Like, it's it's just, like, it's just great. It's just, like, super out there, weird, r- weird, rare stuff, just having fun, you know? And it's... Uh, it's
1: I definitely it's, remember this. It's a
0: really cool game. Yeah, I'm sure you heard of it. It's totally... It's a lot of the, fun. Like if we ever case, do.
1: I'm looking at it on eBay right now, and I recognize the uh, the case and all that.
0: Yeah, it has the it has the dive bomb robot on the front, and there's like a I think there's like a hazard symbol or something, and it says yeah, Blast Yeah, I remember there was a I remember there was an it's article. Not expensive. Yeah, it shouldn't be that expensive because I think they released a lot of them, and I think it sold fairly well. I mean, like I said, it was like in the height of rares popularity. Like this is their first game for 64, so people were like, "Holy shit!" You know, came out in '97. So, it was like kind of towards the be you know towards the beginning. I remember it being like, I remember it coming out around the same time as like Turok, like those uh, like those type of games. But yeah, it's a it's a lot of fun. Like you should download it and or you know, download it. You can't download it. Uh, well, you, well, you could I guess, but we don't do that. But uh, yeah, you should get it. You should buy it and play it if you, if you want. If you wanted to have fun, uh, it's like a top down viewpoint, you know, and you just go through and solve puzzles, I guess, to unlock different vehicles and destroy you basically every level you like destroy the pathway for the truck but then you get to go through it again and go like try to find all the buildings you try to destroy all the buildings you find like these little lights that turn on you try to rescue all of the people that are in there and there's like secrets that you can find as well so
1: i just bought it for 831 with free shipping
0: oh man eight bucks yeah totally worth it <laughs> we'll have to if we ever do a rare episode we'll have to we'll have to get into it sounds good man I uh, I also um, I played a uh, I played a little bit of Zelda like started playing that again so that's cool I made it through the I made it through the um, the what do you call it the, the camel. camel yeah I made it through the camel dungeon I is did that, that your
1: third or fourth guardian
0: that's my third
1: oh okay well you know what that's the hardest one so you're good to go
0: oh oh yeah actually I didn't think it was that hard but I used the master sword on it and I kind of but I did have to look online because I couldn't figure it out
1: yeah the boss is hard I mean all you have to you, do is rel- once you know how to beat him but.
0: Yeah, there was some weird stuff I would have never figured out, like uh, like making the him strike thing. himself and all that. Yeah. Yeah yeah spoilers, I guess we have to do a spoiler cast at some point. You've already beat it. hopefully I'll beat it in a couple of weeks or something and we'll get to we'll get to doing that. but yeah, I played that I played that for a little bit, but yeah, that's basically what I've been doing, mostly just moving and playing some old retro stuff when I can.
1: and I've but... been playing the new Mario Kart, of course
0: yeah oh yeah, yeah you got a uh, you got Mario Kart deluxe. uh let's yeah, get into it. I got that. deluxe yeah, so you got Mario Kart eight deluxe. uh tell me about it. What do you think?
1: Well, I think it's definitely a game I've played before. yeah but this time it's deluxe it's glaring you know the entire time i'm playing it like everything's unlocked so that's strange um because it's like i just booted up my wii u game on my switch but i don't have any of my trophies anymore and there are some things that are unlocked especially the vehicle customization stuff i gotta unlock that all over again Um, which kind of sucks but you know i just started myself out on like going through all the cups so i'm just gonna beat all the 50 cc whatever i know it's yeah. gonna be those like are always so boring
0: and, <laughs> you know yeah
1: and kind of boring but i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna slog through it get reacclimated with the controls and all that um smart steering is, oh yeah is uh is by default is yeah is, it's uh, on there by default it's, it's really hard to figure out how to like deactivate it i had to get online to figure it out
0: yeah. it might be within the uh, the little manual inside the case i haven't looked yeah, there's like an auto. There's an auto accelerate also on there, right? For kids who don't know how to play Mario Kart, like helps you uh, helps you play.
1: Right, it makes you feel like you're a god because like you'll be about to go off the track, and then all of a sudden the cart will just you're like, wait, I like steered away from the edge, and I just perfectly steered back on in the track without like going out of control, and I don't know. It 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 was fun for a second because it was automatic, and I was playing it on fifty cc. But I was just like, man, this is I don't like this. Yeah, and apparently you can still have it on you can have the online mode perhaps
0: yeah you can play it online as well which
1: which seems unfair so i i finally figured out how to deactivate it which um, i can't even remember
0: exactly how i did i don't there's think just it's, a certain yeah.
1: point which in the character selection after you select your vehicle then you can like toggle um the smart steering on and off by yeah. hitting the l button or something like that
0: yeah i don't think it's like a win button or anything like that because it it, it keeps you from doing like shortcuts and stuff like that because you can't fall off the race yep you know you can't fall off the track so it doesn't really it is i don't think it's actually an advantage i don't think people necessarily but i hate with it. it on there yeah that's what I i've heard it, so I, yeah. I got
1: rid of it as soon as i could and um,
0: well yeah you don't want you don't want
1: that. i played online i've played online um it's smooth as butter it's much quicker than it was on the um the wii u like you're in you're into bat just like super quick yeah it, it, it pairs you up with people or whatever not pairs but sure it it yeah. groups you up with people, and then you can stick with that group. You can play either you know the g p mode or you can play um, battle mode. Well, I was like well, I gotta play battle mode online and and it cycles through all the modes randomly, but you still play with the same group of people so it's pretty cool in uh how I the... say the battle mode's great. I love it so far
0: yeah, so I was gonna say like how good is the battle- is the battle mode i I wish that you know
1: instead of having to buy an all new game it was dlc yeah it was dlc
0: because i wish it was it should have been still offered to the we to the people like me i agree who who still play the wii u version i mean they should have at least offered it like at i don't know like 20 bucks or something you would still sell some i know they want you to buy the switch version but come on man throw throw a bone to the wii u people
1: maybe they will eventually but yeah i agree with you there completely um because as great as it is it doesn't in itself justify even my discounted price which was 48 i paid plus tax through the twenty uh, percent Amazon Prime discount, yeah, that's still which quite I also a bit. I ordered my uh, I ordered my cart too late, hoping to get it on day one. Ended up not getting it until Tuesday, so I've only had it for a day at this point.
0: Oh, okay, that's that's too bad. But at least you you know, you, but uh, but you like the battle stuff that's on there? Like it is a lot do. of fun to play. I think, like the levels I think are the cool.
1: Levels the levels are really cool, and I haven't played through all of them yet. There's eight of them, but uh, you know, like at the uh, Switch event that you and I went to, we played the original. Um, super nintendo battle mode level that was in there mm-hmm. and that's that was in there i played around with it and it had the feather and stuff and you know so like when we played the battle mode it we were only able to play the one with the the bombs or whatever yeah we did the bomb one which but was this, one for what it the, was these modes i've played have had like all the item like lots of different items and stuff so it's been it's a lot more fun and yeah the, ba- the battle mode is really cool i think i wish it was in the original wii u version it's like it almost feels like a ripoff that Something this cool can't be in that version, too. Yeah. That was deliberately left out or whatever. Maybe not. I don't know. But, um, you know, that game came out nearly three years ago or right around three years ago. So,
0: yeah, it did. Oh, well, yeah. It's a shame. But, uh, I, yeah, I can't wait to play it. Like, whenever I see you again, we'll, we'll play it. I definitely
1: have renewed interest in it. And I'm really, really excited about, um, you know taking this to visit my family and doing the two player mode with the uh, Joy-Cons. I haven't tried playing with the Joy-Con yet because I already know I'm not going to like it, but it's still, you know, something cool that's a
0: possibility and uh Yeah, I don't know I've, I don't know if it would be I, that I, bad. I don't
1: know. I like it in the Portal mode like uh I wasn't feeling great earlier today, so I was just like laying in bed and I took my Switch to bed and was playing Mario Kart and it looks amazing on the the game pad. Or, yeah, I the gamepad on the Switch, yeah. uh, but you know, <laughs> much Switch better, pad. much better than it looked on the uh, the Wii U gamepad. You know, it yeah, looks for great. sure, and uh, it feels great. The HD Rumble is something else. Um, you got you got to kind of put your ear up next to it, but when you collect a coin, it actually makes a coin sound, and I find that really
0: intriguing because how does it? You know, there's no speaker. There's not
1: a speaker. There's not a speaker exactly.
0: But you're not just like going crazy through your sickness. Like there's an actual coin sound in there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you have to kind of like, you know, either
0: have no, you know, turn the volume all the way down just so you can only
1: hear the, the rumble of the controller oh. or kind of put your ear near it while you're playing. Oh weird.
0: But it, it makes a really like muffled like ding, like ding sound like a coin. Oh, weird. Well, now I got to buy it <laughs> and <laughs> to it's hear just, the coin sound.
1: It's the HD rumble. Got to oh, make yeah, sure
0: but, and prove that it's there.
1: The HD rumble um, somehow was able to simulate an actual sound. Yikes. So I find that compelling. That really yeah, that's, that's really cool. Compelling. Um, 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 but like I told you, it's almost like you were underwater and you and somebody in the other room collected a coin in Mario
0: Kart. You know, That's kind of like what it sounds like. So, like burr, oh, like wow. It's really, yeah, like, like an echo chamber, sort of.
1: <laughs> yeah, you kind of hear like there's a miniature ocean inside of your pro controller and someone collected a coin in it.
0: Oh, wow. That's crazy. Cool. Well, yeah, I'm I'm glad you're having a good time with it. Um yeah, I'll I will i will buy it whenever it becomes a twenty dollar select, I'm sure. But you are gonna pay <laughs> play my copy at some point. I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, I'd i definitely like to like to try the battle mode stuff. I just couldn't bring myself to pay the whole thing for it. The whole amount. Plus there's other stuff on the horizon that I'm looking to pay like a full sixty bucks for and I figured I'd just save for those. Yeah. But uh yeah, it's uh it's cool. I think uh I think that that does it for our episode is there anything else you want to say real quick before we before we get out of here
1: not really other than i'm really excited for everything that's to come you know next thursday is seems like a really cool eshop release date and uh yeah there's e3 shit on the horizon and
0: uh, yeah there's I a lot a lot of good stuff to come
1: we, we we're i mean we got to hear about virtual console at E3. Come on. That's got to be where it happens.
0: I hope so. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, I was like, I have all these. It's kind of, yeah, like I said, having all the cool indies, like, reminds me of, like, the heyday of WiiWare and all that. I just need the virtual console, too. And then I have, like, the full I know, man. greatness of the first of those, like, first few months of the Wii, you know, where it's like, I have all this cool stuff that I can buy for, like, not the price of a full game, you know? When not I was for, laying, for, be- like, laying in
1: bed earlier today, I really wanted to, like, play virtual console on my Switch. It yeah, it really was like man i wish i could just be playing like old zelda right now or something like yeah well when you whatever, know, i could yeah. i could have walked to the other room and grabbed my wii u tablet and kind of achieved that but it still was like why not why <laughs> doesn't this newest console i bought have everything on it it should by now
0: well yeah that's what i thought when i bought the wii u too it's like why does this new console not have all these things that i had on the wii but yeah we gotta, we gotta wait for that but yeah hopefully, hopefully it hopefully comes out soon anyway uh we've been your hosts i'm trey johnson i'm jeremy Mikowski. this has been episode 68 you can find our podcast website on nintendo dot uh i changed our youtube channel now it's youtube slash nintendo Main podcast, so you can find you know the sort of video versions of the episodes on there there are a couple that i couldn't fit on there because they're too large that's why you haven't seen the Mario Kart one on there, but I did put like the last like four or five on there. I'm hoping to put some footage of games on there soon as well. Um, you can uh, I have my Twitter's Nintendo Nintendo underscore domain. You can look at all my stuff that I put up about Kamiko and how the and see the proof that the one of the designers liked him. <laughs> That's on there. I try to That'd post. Cool. I try to post stuff from the Switch, so you know, look at look at stuff like that. Um, we have you know we have Facebook too. You can email us Nintendo at gmail dot com. So check that out and uh, stay cool or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: card it up if you if you got that game.
0: Yeah, card it. Yeah, card it up. Look for uh, look for Jeremy online. You can find him. I'll
1: be on. My name is uh, what's my name? It's like it's really strange. I don't even know. I can't remember. It. I can't remember. I wish we'll I would. S- read
0: it well, stay tuned till next week, and we'll <laughs> tell you what Jeremy's cart name is. But until then, we will see you later. Peace. Later.
1: This week we'll be slamming things around.